What are you doing, baby? I am making a playlist for the most amazing Sean Delaney of the GB Bottle Shop right now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. We curse, guys, just to let you know. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd make him an amazing little playlist because I love that he loves Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. He's a musician himself. So I said, why not? Let's make him a little playlist. It's just nice. It was good to see him the other day. It's good to be home because, yeah, we did uh, we did Swamphead, which was Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Then we went to uh, St. Petersburg where we had Green Bench. Yes. And then uh, Sarasota J-Dubs. So I thought to myself, Brennan is out on vacation. So while he's out traveling, I'm staying home. I'm going to stay home. We missed you. I know. And uh, it's good to be with the puppies who are staring right at us right now. Shankly, Paisley, love you guys. Uh, and I want to go to a brewery that is brand spanking new. As we spoke to a few of these breweries that have been doing really well and out of town. So why not talk to Dead Lizard Brewing? And these guys are doing some really cool stuff. They are local. They're seven months in. But I know that they've been brewing for a while. They have a history. And so I said, all right, let's talk to them. Uh, Jeff Brennan said, thumbs up. I trust you. Go do it. So I'm going to go talk to them today. And I think it's going to be really good. You know, I actually did my very first project for college inside the brewery. Right? You did, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, if it wasn't for them, I don't think we'd be watching Cheers right now, too. So Probably not. Right? This is kind of cool. Everybody, this is your designer, graphic designer, and our photography. This is my wife, Jillian Quain, on the mic right now. And it's really cool to kind of have her on here because I am going to this brewery solo, which is something I've never done yet. I have yet to do this. So I'm going to go solo. I'm going to sit there and probably hang out for a while. We'll do the same amount of time on, on this episode. But I kind of wanted to get away from a lot of the insanity that a lot of those expectations that a lot of uh, our listeners have had because we did some major breweries lately. And I want to say, here, you heard it first here on a brewery that's up and coming. Exclusive. Exclusive. I'm excited. I'm excited to sit down with Richie and Keith today and talk to them about some of the great things they're doing there. And we've had their beers before. We have. And I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. So, putting all in, I'm ready to go in there. Go get him. I will. All right, guys. I'm going to go in. Jeff, we miss you. I hope you're having a good week. This is going to be the Dead Lizard episode, guys. Yeah, at 42, I am shocked. My wife is even shocked that this hair is staying like this. And I'm it's like, good. yes, it is. I Actually, I'm proud it's of my hair. It's not going hair. anywhere. No. It's not going anywhere. No. Oh, I'm jealous is... of this guy every time. I just look at him. I'm just like. Yeah. I mean, it's flowing, well, look at too. That. It's look, beautiful. No, it's, like, it's trust me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's quite nice. I it love, is. I love the hair. So, uh, guys, we're in Dead Lizard. Um, I have to say it's good to be back home. You guys are only about a 15, 20-minute drive. So, uh, awesome. Okay, which one should I try? Well, you, you, want, you said you're going to the lighter stuff. Start with the lightest one. That's our okay. cream, the just cream. regular cream ale. All yeah. right, so oh, cheers. cheers. Cheers, guys. Roast. Let's, Roast. Get that, let's get that clink in there. Clink. There it is. Clink. So thank you. And uh, yes, yes, it is good to be home. And uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Mm-hmm. So um, here we are. It's a, I wanted to say, every time I come here, I still try to look for a roller coaster. I do. I do. Because what are we, uh, four miles, five yeah, miles? about five minutes, four, four and a half studios. miles. Yeah, yeah so I'm sad we don't get to see that roller coaster, but where are we right now? So where is Dead Lizard? Dead well, Lizard is uh, right off of I-4. Um, uh, you get off at the mall at Millennia exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go the opposite way. We're in a, an industrial warehouse behind the Holy Land. 
Uh, right. If you bring in your Holy Land uh, ticket, we will give you half off your first beer. Really? Very true. And then a good story probably will continue with uh, that. No one half is taking us up on no, that. No. no, we're still waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, I know. We are tucked back in an industrial park, but we are in, uh, two to five minutes off the highway, seven minutes from all millennia, maybe, ten minutes from Universal Studios. So we're not far from stuff. We're just kind of set back, which is quite nice on those busy days. We have a nice little outdoor sitting area. Very relaxing to get back here. Uh, away from all the hustle and bustle of stuff, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Now, let's talk about this warehouse. So what's the history behind it? Something universal, I, I'm yeah, guessing? Yeah, there's, there's a, a couple, I uh, had a couple incarnations. The first one, it was a sign company, so they made a bunch of signs. So if you look around, like right over there, that lizard sign, mm -hmm. that was here when we moved in. That one right there, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It okay. looks like something we would have put yeah, up there, but definitely, uh, it was here when we moved in. It's got two lizards uh, crawling in the grass, basically. And uh, so, yeah, they made signs. And if you look around the floor, it was very industrial here, and we didn't change the floor. Um, so you can see right over there, it's probably where the paint booth was, all those specks of yeah. paint on okay. the ground. Mm -hmm. right. And then you can see the little arrows. It was how they had their flow set up in here uh, in the paint booths so and stuff like that. So. The green tape arrow that mm -hmm. yeah, you, it was you here. kept it. You've it was kept here. It. We just That's sealed nice. over top of it. That's <laughs> yep. awesome. Yep. That's Why not? awesome. So it was uh, a, a, a sign shop. And then uh, right behind us, you can notice that there's a building that's maybe not even 10 feet uh, from us. And our warehouse, our uh, garage doors open up to one another. It was the sister building to this building. Oh, my This God. building okay. was first. Then they built that building back there. It's almost twice the size of this facility. Get out. Okay. Uh, and uh, basically, I guess they didn't see the digital writing on the wall, and then uh, they, they, they folded. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then after that, um, Universal actually used to store all their Mardi Gras floats in here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, I swept out more uh, beads and glitter from this place. <laughs> oh, oh yes. glitter. Glitter. We just... You're coming home. It looked like a Gloria Gaynor song. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> my wife's like, where you been? Hosebury, <laughs> <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Christopher, I promise. Uh, but yeah, uh, you'll still find glitter in some of the crevices. Get out! Here. Okay, that's <laughs> awesome. No. Yes, it's, it is it's around. history. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a little bit of universal history here. Too, nice. So. And mm -hmm. so you and the wife own the place. So yes, your wife, along with my mom and dad. Okay. Uh, there are some other investors. Uh, we opened it up to friends and family. Uh, okay, but good. My mom and dad and I and my wife own. Um, 60 plus percent. Of the and it's good to hear that because that takes us back to our first episode of Central 28. It's a very family run. Right. I love that. Uh, yeah. We always say family. We say family and we're meeting more and more families doing this. And it's awesome. And I, I like when you guys have that control yeah. as it should be. Yeah. So, and yeah. so the, uh, we're not beholden to any uh, banks or anything. Good. Uh, we don't have the deepest pockets, but we we're able to pull it out. And get uh, get the facility we uh, we have here. Okay, uh, so we're happy about that. Excellent. The other th along the lines of family, um, uh, my my buddy who was uh, went to high school with uh, mm -hmm. is here uh, at the facility, and he uh, is the tap room manager. But he um, and who's that? What's his Aaron. name? Aaron Lake. Okay, you just met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. He uh, went to school uh, to UC Davis for brewing. Uh, okay. And then went back to school for microbiolo microbiology because he really nice. loves yeast. So okay. we have a yeast doctor in the house. We have a lab, which a lot of places don't have. That's awesome. Um, and so we have that connection. The family connection is there that my dad taught me to brew, and his dad taught him to brew. Mm -hmm. And then right around that same time, Aaron was here. Okay. Uh, or at, at, you know, at my house hanging out, we were brewing beer. And my dad would do what was called brew camp. And uh, brew camp would okay. be... You can have some buddies over, we'll yep. drink some beer. We're like 18, mm -hmm. 19, and no one leaves. We're going to brew beer and drink some beer, and we're going to hang it. out and mm -hmm. uh, have a brew camp. And mm -hmm. so um, Aaron and I both obviously kept it in our lives a lot, and uh, he took it to uh, 
get some education on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's great that full circle we can bring him back in. That is awesome. To the family. So, it, it, yeah. it, that, again, you said it, just you know, bring him back in the family, and he yeah. seems like he's been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how long were you home brewing then? I mean, obviously, probably your whole life you are yeah. raised on it. Yeah, so somewhere around 18 or 19 I started. and um, Isn't that great? You yeah, make so beer 20, 25 years, yeah. something yeah. like that. That's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's always For me, it's always been the best hobby. You just sit around, you hang out. Mm-hmm. You got a little activity to do, uh, and at the end of it, you get beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's something you're creating. Yeah. How amazing is yeah. that? You actually get to taste your palate is saying, I like this. Yeah. Am I biased because I made it? But at right, the end of the day, right. you're still enjoying something that you made. Indeed. And I think it's awesome. So, Keith, how yeah. about you? Well, what, what, where'd you start from then? Well, I met Richie. I moved into Orlando, I think, 2009. And I met him probably a few years after that working on film stuff. We both do lighting and film work. So okay. um, another friend of ours, Keith, another Keith. Got a better paying job, so called me to replace him, and it was super easy. He's like, I got another guy. He's really good. Same name. You don't even have to learn another name. Um, so we met there, started talking about beer right away, uh, music, all this other stuff, interests we had together. Um, and then uh, when we started working together later at Full Sail, we would just always sit around and talk about beer. And when this started becoming a reality, you know, I've had his homebrew, helped him homebrew, stuff like that. Nice. But when this became a reality, I just was like, I really want to help you. Good. I love this culture. This is something I would love to do. Uh, moving lights around is fun, but at some point you got to stop carrying heavy stuff and do something else. So, uh, so I started helping him, running social media, um, just spreading the word of Dead Lizard, going to beer fest for him, um, just going around and doing any type of marketing I could. And let's also let's plug one of your other things that you do because I think that's really how you and I met on social media. Yes. So yeah, let's talk about the. So um, Dan from Central Twenty Eight mm-hmm. um, and lots of other people, but he's kind of the one who's um, tinked the rings on it. Started the Central Florida Ale Trail, mm-hmm. which is going to be coming uh, very soon, coming to fruition. Um, so it's just going to be a passport. You get a stamp from every. Right. Then you get a shirt when you get complete them all. Really good idea. Just another way to promote local brewing and local exactly. stuff. So when that came about, I wanted to help out in some way. Um, so I said, hey, I'll go ahead and start an Instagram account. Started that. Um, once we get some dates for the beer festival and stuff like that, I get a Facebook page going um, so we can start promoting that and just start to promote that and just promote other breweries. So yeah. um, when I go out with my family or whatever and stop at other breweries. I'll take pictures, put them up there. Good. And uh, if yeah, I see, see they do events, I try to share them, and I try to uh, do what I can just to help the community because we found a uh, craft beer fan is going to be a fan of all breweries. They might have one or two they particularly care for, but mm-hmm. they're usually fans of all breweries, yeah, and yeah. they're going to check them all out. So, yeah. um, And especially being in our location, we get people all the time, uh, tourists and other stuff because we're close, so close to parks, yeah. so we're constantly sending them wherever we can that's to good. whoever we can so try to get them check everybody out you say you love the culture and that's awesome mm-hmm. uh we have to but then let's talk about yeah the community mm-hmm. because i think i love that every brewery and you listen to the podcast if you mm-hmm. listen to it you know it's like hey my buddy was on that episode and i'm not that buddy with that episode and i'm you know and mm-hmm. i think it's healthy i think oh, yeah. it's so good that we all look out for each other because everybody's beers are really coming out and standing out exactly and i love that I love and that's that. one thing me and richie talk about a lot is you know, you go to these craft beer bars and they're like, oh, you got to try this Funky Buddha. You got to try this Scar City. You got to try this other Tampa Brewery. And it's like, there's lots of good beer coming from Orlando, yeah. guys. You know, yeah. so. I could go to ABC and get that. Sure. Sure. And, but yeah, let's let's really ring mm-hmm. ring everybody around mm-hmm. and say. And I love that every time. And I say this a lot. Every time we do get beer from a brewery, we we do bottle share. or We can share. Mm-hmm. Sure. So mm-hmm. everybody can taste these these Orlando yeah. breweries totally. and, and Florida breweries. Totally. And it, 
it's it's healthy for mm-hmm. us to have that open mind in mm-hmm. it, and I think it's great. Um, yeah, I live right by uh, Red Cypress, and my parents live in Georgia. So every time I go home to Georgia, go back to see my parents in that home. Sorry, every time I go back to see my parents, I always bring some Red Cypress. Uh, brought some uh, Erlene up there, and oh, everybody was like, yeah. "Oh my God, this is so good." Yeah, Erlene. Up there, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's Dude. a really good one. Yeah, so, Garrett. You know. Garrett definitely is standing out right now. He's, yeah. He's a baby. He's going to hate me for saying that. He's yelling at me right now. I hear him going, shut up, Quain. But, uh, yeah, he he listens. I'm shocked. He listens to every episode. He told me me, uh, just the other night. He was like, yep, let me tell you about this episode. I'm like, bring it, and he will say it. I love him. So then let's talk about some uh, breweries then. Anybody that you guys would be interested in ever, like, collabing with, like doing a collaboration with right off? Yeah, there's uh, several guys that uh, would be uh, interested in. And as a matter of fact, uh, I've been talking with uh, Sky um, from uh, Big River. Okay. Uh, nice. They're down on Disney property, but we're going to do some sort of collab with them. Uh, we've been talking about something Good. Uh, in, in the works because <clears throat> he and I definitely have very uh, different styles. He's a very multi guy, and I'm a very hoppy guy. So that makes sense when we're collabing, right? Yeah, you don't so want to get two that are doing the same mm-hmm, thing and right. make something the same. So yeah, that's really good. That's really yeah. Good. So we're trying to figure out something there, uh, and right now it's just been uh, you know busy, busy. We're getting into distribution. Uh, Do you want to talk about next. that? Can we talk about it? Yeah, a sure. Bit? Yeah. Uh, we we just signed uh, with distribution, and we will be in Orange and Osceola County. Nice. And um, as of April 10th. Uh, is the rollout date. Okay, uh, good. So uh, we've got some work to do, going around talking to some uh, different bars mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're pretty excited about it. We've got a bunch of beers in the tanks, ready to go for that. Uh, they'll be ready to uh, to roll out for us. And so that's a, a nice nice big step uh, moving forward. Obviously, the tap room is one thing. Uh, and our, our business model has had always been, obviously, you've seen the space. We have a, a, a grand space. It's mm-hmm. pretty big yeah. uh, for what we're doing here right now. But the idea is that we're going to move into distribution and have Expand. Uh, a, a fair-sized manufacturing facility. I like that. So um, uh, moving forward with that, uh, we thought, okay, let's open the tasting room and let's get a little bit of a brand awareness so that when you go into a bar, you're like, oh, I've heard of them or mm-hmm. I've been to the uh, to the tasting room mm-hmm. and let's see what they've got. Oh, yeah, let's try this. Uh, and on the other end of that, you know, hopefully when you go into a bar and if you haven't heard of this and you try it, uh, then you go, oh, well, let's, let's go to the tasting room. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the idea has always been we'd open up, give the tasting room six months and, you know, I don't care if you um, have been brewing for 20 years on a system, a yeah. big system, little system, whatever. Yeah. Um, every new system is different. Okay. Uh, so what I wanted to take uh, six months and dial in the system and so that every single time my numbers hit. My gravity's the same. My pH is the same. Um, everything's coming out the same. And it, you know, it took several months for it to really hit, and everything is always the same. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, does that make sense? I mean, so people coming in early, are, were they tasting something different that they'll be tasting now, or no? Or has uh, the flavor's still always been there. The flavor's always been there, um, and a lot of this stuff is kind of like. It's almost for personal knowledge. Right. I know that my okay. gravity is, uh, I've always hit within a couple points, but I know that, okay, this says it's 7-1, but this time it was actually 7. Okay, right. So, I mean, we're talking minuscule yeah. differences, yeah. but for me, you, yeah, uh, once it's leaving the door, uh, I, I know that there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, even Good. if we heat it up or it gets you know, left on a you know, doorstep for uh, you know, a couple of days, mm-hmm. the beer's going to come out and it's going to be okay. Uh, and pH balances, that just has to, uh, you know, usually within small... Uh, numbers, um, it's how happy your yeast is. Okay. If your yeast eats it a little quicker, or uh, those kind of things. So for the most part, it's you know uh, it's dialing in the system, water loss. You know how much water loss do we have from this tank to this tank with our hard pipe system? Uh, so uh, we feel very confident about uh, moving forward. Right now, we're getting um, the product that uh, we're expecting out of it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know that that's important to us. Yeah. So hearing you talk right now. 
you do film. How long were you guys doing film for? Ooh, so I graduated Full Sail as a student in 2003, so about... I missed you by two years. years. Yeah, yeah, two and then you, you were around that time, too, weren't you? You were... Um, I graduated somewhere in 2000. Okay. Yeah, it was 2000. Okay. Yeah. I was 99 or 2000. 2000. Okay, yeah. yeah. 2000. So around, around yeah, that time, But I was time, doing yeah. film before that. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, okay. Yeah, so I started uh, making short films when I was, like, 16 or something. Nice. Okay. Uh, went to an art institute for photography and did uh, a lot of still photography, still photography for many years. And then um, took a long time to realize, oh, you know, let's let's get into something different. Uh, and so, uh, and some of your influences in film, who were some of the, uh, who were you really into? Uh, film, I'm because um, what was that? Eighty. Well, how long? When were you doing the the short films? That would have been late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, mainly it was just a creative outlet and it wasn't like mm-hmm. I was sitting there um, you know I really like Kurosawa or something like yeah, that let's make David Lynch's like, Blue Velvet is no it was nothing like that it was just right. this kind of creative outlet that me and a couple friends would get into and that was our way of uh, you know creating creating and where were you living then where, where that was were Indiana you? Indiana yeah. so born and raised in Indiana or? I was born in Ohio okay. uh, raised mostly in Indiana and then I've been in Florida longer than I was in Indiana now. Okay. Yeah. And how about you, Keith? Where were you born? I was born in Indiana, only lived there for a couple of years, then moved around a lot. I actually, it's funny, I lived in Green Bay for a couple of years when okay. I was really little, so the first time I went to Central 20, yeah, I started talking to Dan's mom. Yeah. We started yeah. talking about Green Bay and stuff like that. Lived in California for a little bit, and then, um, well, this was all before, like, eighth grade. Then moved into Georgia in eighth grade, north of Atlanta, Marietta, Kennesaw area. Marietta. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, yeah, came to school down here for those two years, 2001, 2000, or 2002, 2003. We back to Georgia, and then back down here in 2009. My wife's from this area, okay. so when we got married, we moved back down here and everything like that. So. so really into film, then, how did we get the science of, how do we understand the science of how beer is made? Because it is, it's a science, it's oh, numbers. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. So was it easy for you? Like, were, were there books you read? I mean, there was a homebrewing at home. This is a lot different from homebrewing. It, it so. definitely is. Yeah. Um, you have to learn so it. So probably seven or eight years ago, I uh, got really um, into uh recreating the batches okay so um you start taking all these <clears throat> numbers you start taking your ph you start really uh taking explicit notes and ultimately i, I can't uh, if anyone's wanting to get into brewing um and i cannot express enough how your notes and going back and reading over your notes okay and then um i got really into just reading recipes i know it sounds like a really geeky thing not to at do all. Not at but all. I, I love to pick up a recipe mm-hmm. uh i was uh in the bathroom this morning uh and i have uh <laughs> the uh, all my brew mags in there mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> no it's great so well, what else are you gonna do anyway so I, uh, i'm flipping through i'm like looking at recipes <clears throat> oh 14 pounds of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i uh, enjoy reading recipes and um after a while, you really kind of look at it as, you know, you, you know what you're going to get out of certain uh, right. ingredients. Uh, and then it's still that little bit of, oh, this was a little more spicy than I thought. Or that this, uh, the alpha acids in this hop really, uh, you know, were a whole lot more prevalent than I thought. Um, and so it, it has to do with a lot of, you know, connecting the dots and yeah. going back and re-reading your recipe while you're drinking it and revisiting. Um, and so to tie this full circle to film, what you were talking about, yeah. Filmmaking, you don't get, get better as a filmmaker if you just shoot a bunch of crap and yeah. never watch it. Mm-hmm. So if you shoot stuff and go back and watch it mm-hmm. and think how you got to that point, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with, uh, with, with brewing. And you yeah. hear it all the time. You're as good as the last film you made. That's yeah, it. Sure. You know, yeah, that's, that's, you always hear, yeah, so yeah, you okay. always have to build. So the history of the, the name, let's get into that really quick then. So where <laughs> does Dead Lizard come from? So, so. Um, <laughs> my wife uh, won 
uh, strange afternoon says, uh, you know, we should start a brewery. She uh, came up with yeah, that. Yeah, she said, really? because I think mainly her motivation was to get her garage back. <laughs> yeah, okay. So was this the best day if of I your life? If I get him a warehouse, he will move all the shit out of my house. <laughs> exactly. So it's now all the stuff is... My wife no, is listening to this episode right now. It's all here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's writing it down going, get him a brewery, get him a brewery, get him a brewery. Good. Get him a brewery. Good. So um, then became the task of, um, you know, obviously finding investors, the business yeah. plan, and along with that is the name. Uh, and... Um, Finding the name for a brewery kind of, you know, was a little, little difficult because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And you look it up, somebody's got somebody's that. Yeah, or somebody's this, you know, so you, or, or even a clever label. names. Even a label, even, even if it's difficult. not the name of it, mm-hmm. it you, you still look at someone's mm-hmm. label and go, well, that could have been the name of our same yeah. brewery. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. that could be a pain in the ass, too. So one that I really wanted was Zen Brewing. Okay. Uh, because nice. for me, um, brewing is a very zen-like process. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of cleaning. There's a lot of um, you know just steps. You mm-hmm. take these steps, and then uh, at the same time, there's a little bit of art, uh, exactly. and it's very methodical. Yep. So uh, it's I hear zen, it's therapy. I hear it, it is it for very some. much mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I really enjoy when a brew day goes well and everything went you know proper. Uh, it's very therapeutic. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, like so anyway. I, we're, we're looking for the name and we found up all these kind of ideas we're t- tossing around. I came on the back porch uh, after mowing the lawn and I see two dead lizards curled up in a yin-yang. Uh, okay. And I'm like, How big? That's How big it. were they? Just they lizard were, lizards? Yeah, there were, there were two. Yeah. Uh, they are probably about that size. Okay. But yeah, they yeah. looked, they were in like a yin-yang. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Dude, that's it. That's <laughs> so, awesome. So I run into my wife. I'm like, Dead lizard! She's like, What the hell are you doing in the yard? <laughs> But not so, dead lizards, but no, no just not dead, lizard. Right? dead lizard. Dead lizard. Uh, no, that makes and, more sense. I and like then um, she sat down right then, and I kind of came up with, uh, with an idea. I was like, well, why don't you draw out the name Dead Lizard Brewing Company with uh, bones? Li- yeah, mm-hmm. as a lizard decay. She sat down yeah. right then and drew it all out, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a, you know, a great little artist, and yeah, that's our logo. Yeah. And then, you know, we're going to think, well, I don't know, dead in the name, this and that, and... Uh, I got thinking about it, and it came with a logo. It came with, you know, we can call um, some... Beers, lizard names. Yeah, so it right, came with a little right. bit of shtick. It came yeah. with a little bit of that and mm-hmm. the creativity. And it's kind of an odd name, so people might remember it. Me, um, I'm a. I probably say your name every day because I'm a huge uh, Dead Milkman fan. Uh-huh. And, okay. And and yeah. big lizard in your backyard. Okay. So I'm always singing that. I'm always like Dead Lizard in your backyard. I'm like <laughs> so now. They probably hate me, but I've totally changed Change. in the last. Eight months, a year. Well, yeah, that it's now dead lizard in the backyard. So yeah, I have a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy that that's where it came from. And it's funny when all the tourists come down who aren't used to having seen lizards all over the place. And they're like, where the name came from? Have you like, have you noticed any of these lizards running around? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, okay, a little bit. It's like, yeah, when you're in Florida, like I have dead lizards on my front door right now. And I got, you know, they're just all over the place. I messed up this story with Swamp Head. So I'm going to tell it again because I just saw the film the other night. So Macon Blair uh, has a film right now on Netflix called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Holy shit. It is film of the year. Okay. Hands down. Cool. Uh, Love you, Macon. You made an amazing movie. And, uh, their first time in Florida was a, with a film called Crab Walk, their first ever short. Lab of Madness did it. Jeremy Saunier, who directed Green Room, Blue Ruin with Macon. Um, his first time ever seeing a lizard was on my front porch. And he <laughs> was just like, it was almost like he was at the zoo. He oh, was yeah. like, what is he was that? like holy shit, does oh, that yeah. happen? I'm like, 
what are you talking about, dude? You'll see these all day, <laughs> every day. Everywhere. They're hanging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, this is so crazy. And it was like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you guys should see that movie. It was unbelievable. Okay. Right that unbelievable that on the film. And let's talk about art then. Uh, you guys do a lot with locals here and musicians and art here. Yeah. Because I see you guys have somebody playing usually every weekend. Yeah. yeah. yeah so we, we take to, pride in that, right? Yeah, that's slow. It was a slow build. But yeah, now we pretty much Friday, Saturday, and now with the Sunday um, brunch we've been doing. And the Sunday morning we have this really good guy, Milo, uh, playing jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, young, awesome. Saw, yeah, 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 yeah. How awesome old is he? Guy. 22. Dude, he, yeah, he looks yeah. very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young he's guys. lived a life, though, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, um, right after he, he booked with us, um, NPR uh, somehow found him on our calendar, mm-hmm. and they pulled him in and did an interview with him on one Friday afternoon or something. Yeah. And his story nice. is really, really great. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. you look it up on, uh, I don't, it's not A1, but what's the other with... Uh, would it be on the NPR side? Or? Yeah. yeah. Look it up on the NPR. Yeah, but, Kingsley. Or just, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, Google him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's honestly, Google him really great. NPR uh, in there. But yeah, we, awesome we definitely guy, have yeah. a, a large connection to the arts. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife um, is a, obviously an artist, mm-hmm. uh, and she's connected to the Burning Man community. Okay. Uh, so wow. uh, we've been to Burning Man uh, a ton of times, and you know, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't really realize about Burning Man is it's uh, basically a big art festival. Right. Uh, and if your art is music or if your art is 40-foot uh, steel sculptures mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, the you, case is, yeah, when you there's some photos. amazing art there. Yeah. And so the people connected with the community are generally artists um, in, in nature. So we have uh, a lot of friends that... Um, you know, want to you know, show their art here, right. uh, and you know, obviously, one of the things is you know, we, mm-hmm. we open up the walls. Yeah, you want to draw awesome. on the walls? Draw on the awesome. walls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Good. we put uh, chalk paint basically on the yeah. walls. The tables have chalk, chalk on it. Yeah, so that and you, you can just pick it's it up. all about you know, just kind of you know, yeah. express yourself. Yeah. Um, and so you know, for me, brewing very much is art. While I know that there's a science and is a, a, a lot of science behind it. Um, there's a little je ne sais quoi art mm-hmm. in there, and you have to take these kind of decisions sometimes that are the art part of it yeah uh, i mean your palette has to either like it or not same way sure. if your eyes are gonna mm-hmm. understand what mm-hmm. you see or right. music what you hear mm-hmm. and yeah it mm-hmm. makes sense uh, but yeah a quote i've had for a long time is art in essence is communication uh and so what you're doing is you're That's communicating a, an idea or a feeling um or you know just you know, the, the emotion basically and uh you know i feel that you can do that with beer as well so yeah I, honestly this 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 place it really does show you walk in and you're just mm-hmm. like it's awesome. Everything that's on the wall, cool. you could also draw on the wall. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's Add your yeah. art, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you have music here, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's and you have the ceilings to have music yes. in here. I mean, it's very yeah. tall. Yeah, when I first yeah. came in with the uh, the 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 arch- architect and the city people, they're like, "Yeah, you're going to put a ceiling right here, a drop ceiling." I'm like, "No. No, no drop ceiling." No. Well, uh, they're like, <laughs> "Does not compute." I'm like, "You're going to have air conditioning in here?" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's going to cost you more. I'm like, well, maybe it will. Yeah. Um, but this tall ceiling, you come in, you don't feel closed in. Right. You feel like right. it's a little it's bit open. It's way open. Uh, th- it's not the largest room, but, uh, man, it's great to have some music sure. in here. Maybe it's, yeah, I was say, maybe it's, it's skinny, but, you know, yeah. honestly... It's a thousand square feet. Hey, people can smoke outside. You know, there's yeah, that, there's, there's, that, there's, you have a there's big area out there. In that area outside, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, uh, so and we've yeah. had bands out there too. Nice. We've had bands playing out there. We've had bands playing in a brewery just with the doors open when it's cold out and stuff. We'll we'll do awesome. that. Stuff like that. So yeah. another thing you notice is the parking lot. We can cut a portion of the parking lot off mm-hmm. or the whole parking lot off. Uh, right, that we, makes sense. You could. We have so much. Um, yeah, parking around tons us. Tons of space here, yeah. Uh, and yeah. the neighbors here are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because uh, yeah, honestly, if we're in this warehouse 
district. So we talk about art. You're not in the downtown area. No. Which is, mm -hmm. I mean, you're 10 minutes from it. Let's yeah, be honest. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. if I just hop on I-4, yeah, sure. I could get down to Cheap Uber ride. Yeah, right yeah there. exactly. Yep. But here, it's off the beaten path to where there's art here. You guys are doing something. And it's Orlando. Mm -hmm. We travel. We'll go. Yeah. Look. I will go to Sanford to spend a oh, yeah. day to drink oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's not that far from us. And, guys, it's about 35 minutes. Uh, no, 25 for oh, us yeah. to go out there. But, yeah, you're not in the heart of downtown. Right. And you guys have this feeling. It's a good getaway of just, like, you want to spend a few hours here. No, when we did our grand opening, we had the parking lot closed down. And um, some of his friends that do um, fire breathing and dancing and stuff were out there. Yeah. So out. the parking lot's closed down. And this guy's, like, snapping, like, a 30-foot fire whip while this other guy's, like, <laughs> juggling fire or whatever and i'm like great this is gonna be the first time like a sheriff actually drives down the road <laughs> it's like shut it down yeah you know shut but it down. nobody care like the kids are out there having a good time everybody's having fun and it's yeah like it was just a good time and it's it's kind of crazy to think that we are miles from stuff and super busy intersections but yet you can get away with it back here and i love that people come yeah. out here for yeah. it yeah oh yeah it's good oh, yeah. It's, yeah and so really quick i have a few mm -hmm. glasses here any of these, we're going to go back to distribution. Any of these that are going to be out there? So what the, beers are we going to see the out there? The Key Lime is the first thing you're going to see yeah. out there. Okay. Yeah. Um, have a sip. Yeah, people have been coming, um, asking for that one. We were actually kind of surprised by how many people came in um, from hotels around here and other bars, restaurants, and stuff that were mm -hmm. just like, when can I get your beer? I want to serve your beer. Yeah. Um, but again, Orlando's, they need it. There's only a handful of people now in distribution, and people want the local stuff, so they want to carry it. So No overpower of that key lime, too. No. It's, it's so very, that, that very key lime like is, uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, originally, that, that came about, uh, was, uh, my wife hates beer. So I'm mm -hmm. always trying to find some beer that Easy. she'll like. Okay. Uh, and she, uh, I'm like, well, maybe you like this, because it's a very non-traditional cream ale. Um, it has a lot of the same ingredients a normal cream ale would find. But then outside of that, um, I put oats and lactose in it. And those oats and lactose give it this real interesting kind of a velvety mouthfeel. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot, but it's still real light. And mm -hmm. it's like a lawnmower beer. You can just kind of yeah. drink it. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the ABV on that? Uh, that's like six and a half, okay. unfortunately. Okay. So it's not really a lawnmower beer. <laughs> yeah. <enough. laughs> It's got to be the crooked cut yeah, lawn yeah, out yeah. there. It's a, it's a short lawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A small lawn. One of the chores are done. Yeah. That type of beer, yeah. But then we put some uh, some some key lime in it, and I don't mm -hmm. like to put a lot in there. The whole point wasn't to be like a big sweet heavy thing, and right, it doesn't no. finish sweet. It finishes kind of uh, kind of easy, mm -hmm. uh, with not a big malty uh, you know mess on your tongue. Right. That's uh, exactly. And then you get a little bit of a uh, uh, hint of the key lime, and sometimes mm -hmm. people will mistake the key lime as hops. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But it's okay. it's clearly just a, if you really look for it, it's a key mm -hmm. lime in there. Uh, you don't have to look too far. I mean, it's in the nose and it's in the in oh, the yeah. palate, but oh, yeah. it's and really nice do, and finishing. Do we do uh, fresh uh, limes with it? Or yeah, zest. I zest. Put zest in zest there. Zest in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, smooth. Oh yeah. A lot yeah. of people are when they read the name, they're expecting something tart because a lot of times when it's a mm -hmm. lime beer, it comes mm -hmm. out tart. Yeah. And um, then they that. drink it, and they're like, "This is way more refreshing than tart." And it definitely is that side of a you know a good floor to summer right, beer right. for sure. Yeah, you you kind of get those. Uh, I mean, really, Ron over at Playa Linda is making an amazing key, uh, key lime with right, the, yes, the right. slice. But you're you get a lot of that other flavors from other breweries that are doing that key mm -hmm. lime that has to mm -hmm. be like in your oh, face. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah okay, yeah. you know, you get no, it. I get it. I get it. You know. And that one's really good too. It's just a little different. You know, that one's definitely more of a dessert sweet beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a little so bit good. your gateway beer. A lot when people come in and they come in with something with their friends who are maybe more into craft beer and mm -hmm. they're not. They're like, okay, well, you know, what do you, what do you think I might like? That's one of the first things we mm -hmm. we pull out and let them mm -hmm. taste. And they're like, Definitely. yeah, 
Load me up with one of those. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then other beers that we could see, hopefully. Um, what I think the red will be out, uh, mm-hmm. and then the IPA. That's this guy right yeah, here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the red is a very non-traditional red. It's mm-hmm. um, it's uh, red in color. Has a good uh, Maloyden, is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> in. And then uh, we put... Um, uh, a, a, mm. a very different hop schedule in it than most reds would have. It's yes. very hoppy, uh, but the malt kind of balances it out. Yeah. So it's actually one of the hoppier beers we have uh, on right now. Yeah. IBU-wise, it's the highest yeah. IBU uh, beer. But um, the malt balances it right out, and it's a nice, easy, clean finish. It's really good. If you notice, when you dig into a lot of the beers uh, here, um, not everyone, but a lot of them have a very um, kind of crisp, clean finish you where it doesn't that, right? lay, yeah. lay a malt on your tongue and it lets you go into those other flavors like when you get into the, the, the cocoa stout uh, the malt doesn't really lay uh, it finishes up crisp on the right. end and lets you feel the chocolate mm-hmm. and up, goes up into the high palate yeah, you guys make it easy to have a taster here a flight yeah. you really do well thank yeah. you yeah because it's not me going all right, so uh, I'm going to taste another one. You're getting such another punch. You're, yeah. You're getting that, that mm-hmm. really good mellow mm-hmm. vibe of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And every beer here that I noticed when I started drinking his beers are always just um, easy drinking and the time that always just kind of leaves you wanting that next sip. You mm-hmm. know, so like you mm-hmm. take a sip exactly. and it, yeah. you get enough flavor yeah. in the upfront, but it leaves a nice crisp where you're just like, all right, I need another flavor of that. I need another flavor and of that. And people thank so. you for that because honestly, yeah. a lot now that we're learning in the last, what, three years, four years of how craft beer is now becoming. That's it. I mean, it's it's everywhere now, yeah. and I thought it was so offensive when uh, Budweiser, what was it, three years ago, did the anti-craft beer commercial yeah, for commercial. the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. and it was almost like a huge fuck you, man. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Oh, it's yeah. taken over, yeah. and oh, uh, it's beautiful. And then they make that other commercial where it's, it's the, so, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's just now it's like, oh, we were kind of kidding, and look, now uh, anybody, immigrant should oh, yeah. be making beer. Yeah. And look oh, now that you've got taken five more percent of the market share, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, we yeah. agree with you now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. so funny. Uh, one, one of the things is I... Uh, Actually, even earlier this year, earlier this year, I saw an ad. It was uh, something about, you know, Budweiser's tried and true, not a fad. And it got me thinking, you know, while, you know, in the 90s, there was this uh, whole brew pub that popped up. And mm-hmm. that was a fad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think yeah. this is a fad. This is um, not at all. people of a generation drinking better beer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those people are going to wake up one day and go, you know what? Let's go back to that Budweiser. Let's yeah. go drink yeah. Budweiser. I yeah. never drank that, yeah. but now I'm yeah. going to go drink yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no. It's not going to happen. It's not yeah. going to happen. It's only no. going to, uh, you know, I assume that there's going to be a peak and a plateau. Uh, and there's plenty of people that this is not their thing, and that's fine. It takes a lot of money to do this. I mean, you're investing yeah. into the six figures to make that. I and mean, we're not just talking six. I mean, we're going almost close to a seventh figure if, mm-hmm. you, if, you, if you're doing it. Really, like oh, yeah. I'm putting all of my cards on the table, oh, yeah. and honestly, it's not a fad. You no. guys are putting a lot of money, a lot of heart, mm-hmm. and I think everybody gets it. Yeah, everybody gets it. So this is something I think people want to cling to. They want to oh, say, yeah. and the snobbery I see is kind of going down mm-hmm. as the geeking mm-hmm. is becoming huge, and that's yeah. the voice we want to be. Well, uh, big thing too is I'm seeing the like I was working here doing a shift here yesterday working behind the bar and why you still have a lot of older people coming in you know we always say the old fat guys coming in drinking beer that's the old big joke but then you also have the group of the younger people coming in in the early 20s who are discovering this and maybe learning from their parents or but they're discovering this and this they're going to carry this mm-hmm. and they're going to get more people into it of course and again when I discovered good you know craft beer maybe seven eight years ago it was 10 11 percent of the market now it's 20 25 it's like it is just taking over and slowly slowly so growing much. so much yeah and everybody that comes in they're like oh we had four breweries open up in our town this last year we had this and 
it is exploding so much right now that I don't yeah. see it. Like you said, I don't see people going back. I just see more people going, wow, this is really good. This is what forget that other stuff i'm only drinking this we're definitely good to have three seasons of this show even though we're only doing the one right now the 2017 i guarantee 2018 it's gonna happen because everybody trust me there's so many out there that i feel but i'm anxious to see when is there gonna be where you said is it gonna drop maybe some breweries do close you know and But what's the consistency going to be at? And I mean, there is always going to be good beer to be had. Mm-hmm. Uh, places like World of Beer, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they, yeah. they, it's not just, all right, so with your chicken wings, we have like 12 taps and they're all craft beer. Oh, yeah. No, what is it, like 64 oh, or yeah. like 80 taps? Oh, yeah. You're just like, all right, I mean, you cannot go every day and have the same beer twice. No. And especially yeah. they have the bottles and cans too. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And I'm just not blowing it. up. Just with the newer restaurants opening up, now they at least have one or two mm-hmm. craft lines, and they're at least starting to do this. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's our big thing now is now once we have more people here distributing is start to talk all these restaurants. And, and I said this on another podcast is uh, to the listeners here, you have to ask for it. If the restaurants don't know you want local beer, you have to say something. You have to yeah. say for it. Oh, so you have next. to bring it up. Call yeah. manager. Not in a rude way, but just, hey, did you guys ever think about carrying some local stuff? Yeah. There's where's, these breweries. Where's the card for Darden? Give me, give me whoever's running Darden. Give me, their, <laughs> give me their card right now and let me email them myself. Because honestly, they should be really... Not, yeah. I don't want them tapping into it. I don't want them getting into the craft beer, but at least put local beers on their yeah. on their handles because it's yeah. it's smart. I mean, you got to support local, and they mm-hmm. have. I mean, you know, they've been doing local stuff. I mean, starting, but uh, no. people are going, "Who the hell are they?" It's like, trust me, you've eaten at all the restaurants, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, no, exactly. No, yeah. you have. No, you, you have. have. You have. And then, uh, so being newer here, when did we open? When did the when did this brewery open? Uh, first part of August, August twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So how does this feel to still be the, the new car smell, the new brewery smell? How's that? Uh, yeah, it's definitely um, the, uh, the new thing wear off really quick because uh, I still work at uh, Full Sail. Okay, right. Uh, so right. I, uh, I just constantly work. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm still in this days of all chug, 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 chug. I mean, I go mm-hmm. to Full Sail, I come here. I go to Full Sail, I come here. I still have a... Uh, I have a two-year-old daughter who uh, I still, uh, she knows, me. oh, good job, bravo, excellent. And what did he just bring in? This is the new batch of Uncle Pudgy's Two-Fist and Porter. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, a porter? Yeah. I guess looking from on the it's top, a, it's it looks a, reddish, it, but no, it's, it's, a, it's little, a porter. It's a little light. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is, uh, it's, a, it's a very nice porter. And a, a lot of people, when you look at porters, there's actually a range on it. And this is a, what, what's called be like a, a mild English porter, I believe. Um, and so they have different range of colors to them. Yeah. Okay. Go, right. go for yeah. it. So this was just made. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have any CO2 yeah, in it. Uh, so. it is, uh, that's what we test our gravity on. Mm-hmm. So that's our gravity beaker there, basically. You can still get a good sense of it. Yeah, right? You yeah. could. Yeah. That's so uh, crazy. But that's it's so no crazy. fizz. Uh, it's like wine at this point. It's, yeah. uh, it's waiting to be carbonated. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting ready to we'll pull that over and in the next day. And it looks like so. science. It's yeah. so excited. It's like <laughs> a little beaker. That's funny. A longer beaker. You almost got blinded. Yes. And we always have to bring music into this. We always have to bring music into it. Uh, so with Full Sail, so you teach there. What do you, what do you like to What is that you teach? Are you in the lighting uh, department I teach film. film. Uh, so uh, my main thing is uh, main thing is cinematography. So I okay. teach the uh, students to uh, go on set and come back with a visual product. And Love that includes it. lighting and camera and uh, blocking and framing uh, and how to work um, oh, with framing. movement and uh, And safety. Framing. Safety, safety third. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
I, I always. Uh, and then you teach there as well. Yeah, um, same in, thing. Actually, we actually um, same. same position. Yeah, we. Um, Holy so shit. we get to do a couple laps together, but then we go off on separate films. Okay. Um, so um, you guys so sound spend... like Brennan and I because we oh, work. Yeah. We work in the same full time uh, job. Yeah, we're we're working. It yep. is. It oh, was yeah. shocking. Last week we actually because uh, we recorded a few in in one week we actually got a a, a day off. Got a day off a last Monday. I What'd know. you do with that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And guess Worked. what? I went to 1010, had lunch, and it wound up going to GB. And then <laughs> I went to go, Topher. And I was like, wow, I'm drinking beer and talking exactly. the podcast. And, uh, but it was an awesome day. It was a really nice day to have. I wasn't recording for a day. I was like, wait, I didn't record this week? I felt naked. I felt like I had to walk up with somebody with a microphone and go, I'm going to fuck who you are. Talk to me. Tell me something. No, it's weird. Like, get out of my car. The free time I get now is I have a four year old. Richie has a two year old daughter, too. So we both have kids, too, also. And every now and then, like, like I'll get home from work and, like, the mom's picking them up or the mother all has a kid I'll have like an hour at home and that's like oh my god I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> right now it's like I don't know what to do so this is a good segue good. to the uh, little baby then is that what I'm having right yeah, here yeah, yeah. 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 so uh, what is this one I'm about to have it's a session IPA yeah or so it's coming in right around uh, 5% uh, okay. So while it's just on the yeah. high end of session, it has a nice body because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get a session um, that's really, really low alcohol yeah, and, exactly, good flavor, right? uh, and good flavor. But that has mm-hmm. a nice, uh, a good hop profile. It's almost spicy at the spicy. end, kind of. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, uh, but it has a really nice, just enough body there to really uh, feel like mm-hmm. it's a, you're yeah. drinking an IPA at least. So let's talk about the yeah. water then because uh, that's, that's a big deal right. here. And uh, I want to get into your water because obviously... Awesome. It tells the story of the beer. That is going to be the impact of the beer. Uh, I could tell the water, it, 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 as everything is lighter. Everything feels lighter. Is that the water talking to me? or So So that is a little bit my style. Remember, I, I, I think I mentioned at the end, things kind of dry up. And I think people mm-hmm. perceive if there's not a lot of malt laying on your tongue, exactly. it, it's lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ABVs on these, like that stout comes in somewhere around nine, nine and a half. Um, so the ABVs are up there, and there's plenty of malt in there. But I do a lot of things to dry up the finish because I like the end to come through um, flavorful as opposed to uh, just malty. Yeah. Uh, so the water does have a good amount to do with that. So um, I take a water very seriously. So we take uh, our water that comes in the, in the, in the building, and then um, I have a, a full water uh, filtration plant. We took a look earlier yeah. when we were out there walking around. Uh, but it comes in, I go a carbon filter, then I go a brine tank, which is much like somebody's... Um, uh, water softener at your house mm-hmm. and then I go in through a, a reverse osmosis system that has a particle filter and a UV filter and it goes through a reverse osmosis so the water comes out 99.999% pure H2O uh, and at that point uh, the pH is way off and there's nothing in it and it's actually really terrible to brew with that water so we amend all of our waters with uh, brewing salts okay. uh, and so everyone has its own profile and every um, every beer has its own individual profile that we build up uh, from scratch. No kidding. So each individually. Yeah, nice. yeah each one has yeah. its. Uh, maybe one will have a little more. Uh, and is that the usual? Is that the usual? To do? Do most do most brewers do that? I, uh, well, it depends on where you're at. If you're in Colorado or you're, um, you know, there, there's something to be yeah. there's something to be said for, you know, when Coors talks about Rocky Mountain water. Yeah. That's no bullshit. Yeah. They yeah. have great yeah. water, yeah. and so they pump it straight out of the streams. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, clean it up a little bit, and, and then, that's Florida. Uh, and then there's yeah, we're we're we're, pour, we're pulling out of the swamp here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do a little more work out here. But you know, uh, you know. I don't know what the exact norm is. Uh, you know, I've only worked in uh, one other brewery, uh, and they didn't do that. They just had like a regular, e- kind of easy filter. They didn't do reverse osmosis and okay, amend right. the waters. Um, but 
some people do, some people don't. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people like, yeah, that's kind of my big problem is getting that, and other people will do it. Some people will just say, you know, if it's good enough to drink, it's good enough to brew with. Um, I've been brewing a long time and playing with numbers and stuff like that. And then uh, I talked about Aaron, yeah. uh, his degree Oof. from UC Davis, and we start getting into numbers and talking. And, you know, it gets very geeky really quickly. Love it. And very chemistry. Very, yeah. Uh, I've and, seen him bore plenty of people at the bar talking about water for about two and a half hours. And they're just like, some homebrew guys I love like, it down. all right, cool, bro, whatever. I'm about spring water, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. But one, no. one day we will do a, a, a brew day because I still have yet. Uh, okay. well, yeah. We're only, what, 13 weeks in? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we have yet to do a brew day. And everybody's just like, yeah, come in, come in. And yeah. screw it. I, we got to. Yeah. I want to learn it's gonna this. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a lot of the brew day um, is uh, in the pre-brew day. It's when you sit down and mm -hmm. uh, take your recipe and go, okay, well, here's here's the recipe. And let's make sure we have all the bits and pieces and parts. Yeah. Uh, and then brew day is just kind of putting them together and then watch uh, how the chemistry right. works. Yeah. It's and funny. So, I, that's a lot of fun. I work Sundays a lot of times here. So they were brewing like last Sunday. And uh, the people are sitting at the bar. They're like, "Are they brewing?" And I look back. I'm like, "Yeah, they're all sitting there looking at it." So, yep, they're brewing. They're all sitting there. Like, it's boiling. Yeah, it's boiling. All right. But it's again, it's like you say, it's all the stuff before that and testing all this stuff yeah. into it. But at some point, it's just all right. It needs to boil for 45 minutes now. Or exactly. You know, so. so, are these all your babies? Do you mostly come up with all the flavors? Uh, the yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, Beginning, uh, I came up with all the flavors. Um, this one is Aaron's, mm -hmm. uh, the Uncle Pudgy's Two Fist Importer. Yeah. That's his first like baby baby. Is that his first? Uh, well, like... he he's like I said, he's been brewing as long yeah, as I have that's for the most part. Oh, but yeah. uh, this is the first one we moved in from his into our, our recipe rotation. Mm -hmm. And then some of them we actually built together. The little mm -hmm. tiny baby, um, the um, the skink, the purple skink IPA. Yeah. Um, that thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. The rest are mine, but. Um, the way it is, it's almost like writing a song. Um, there you I've go. I've been a musician for go. a long time. What do you play? Uh, guitar and sing. I was okay. mostly, usually a singer in a, in a band. Look at the hair. Of course he's yeah. a singer. Yeah, you know? I know. yeah it was so well. I love that hair. Uh, so but actually, Aaron and I were in a, a, a multitude of bands throughout the years. Get out. Okay. Uh, and then he actually. What kind of band, though? What kind of band were you uh, Well, we did some like dead cover stuff. And then like, uh, used to be called Alternative Music back in the Remember day. That? Remember we that? Remember that? Yeah. 120 minutes, Alternative Nation. He was yeah. a country but, singer, too. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron then Aaron went on to a. Uh, enjoy a country career in Nashville for a little while. Mm. And actually today, one of his songs just uh, got recorded and released. Yeah. Get out. So he, he was, he was playing songs. me when I'm like, that's you singing? I was like, yeah, you can't do this anymore. Okay, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, as loud as you could yell, what, what's the song title? Long Shot at Best. Long, Long Shot at Best. Long Shot at Best. Yeah. And where can we hear this? Jake Dodds on, on iTunes. iTunes. No Long shit, time. that is so cool, man. Congratulations. He made 40 cents off of that, too. Just very proud right here. 47. <laughs> Dude, congratulations, Ed. That's really cool. I'm just jealous because I haven't done anything. So yeah. And then do you play anything? Keith? I was in a dead cover band also in high school, but I bought a bass to be in the band. And then I went on a family vacation, and it was informed after that that I was no longer in the band. <laughs> uh, uh, it was cool. What do I do with this bass now? But I will say, like, like... So then I started like managing them. Like I sold tickets for like the one show they played, but the bass player they replaced me with was amazing, so I couldn't really blame them. So um, but yeah, like four months later, the guy was like, "Dude, you kind of suck, but at least we could play at your house." And like you always got us together and stuff. So <laughs> and I was like, "All right, that's cool, man." So, but no, I'm still friends with all the guys. It was um, the two guitar players were amazing, and yeah, I would just turn myself down and yeah, hit a couple chords here and there, and play a couple notes. So we did have a one arm drummer though. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, from like his elbow down, so he could uh, hit the snare. With the one thing. Uh, what? 
No, no. It was my yeah. friend Ken Adams. Ken Adams. What was his name? Rick, Ken, Ken Rick Adams. Allen? Rick that was him, but no, it was, was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, that great. was fun. That's so That's funny. my claim to fame. And it's funny, too, because our name was Homebrew, and this is back in yeah. high school in, like, the early Ow. 90s and stuff. Yeah, so, or mid-90s. So, it's just a weird, weird Mind blown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, when I told her, his mom that I was born in Indiana, she was just looking at me like, this is all way too weird. And I'm like, yep. It is. Yep, it is. It's always, it is. I always say that well, everything works out for a reason, and, uh, you know, it's a small world, and it's funny who you who you run into and why you run into people. Get out, and stuff right? Like exactly. That, so. And if so. you guys could be in one band, any band, any band in the world, what would it be? Who would it be? Oh. You're good, Aaron. You're you're in your band. You're, you're selling on iTunes, man. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. You're, he's good. you're making the money. But uh, yeah, how about you, Keith? How about you? What, what band would you be in if you could be a bassist? I mean, my favorite band is uh, Fish. I'm a big jam band guy, good. so right. that might have to be that. But at the same point, I think uh, being in it might ruin experiencing it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, when you see how the sausage is made, sometimes you don't yeah, want to eat the sausage. Eat it, so, right, right. So that's always a thing. But at least I could be at every show. So, so I'll say that for that. So. <laughs> and how long do they usually play for? Like a three-hour set? Uh, they play two for? sets about an hour and so, each yeah. a little over an hour. I was at the show in Florida where they played the Midnight to Sunrise. Oh, okay. When yeah. they did that for the Millennium thing. And yeah, mm -hmm. like... Like when the sun's coming up, I'm just laying on the ground, like, get off the stage, it's enough, you're done. Like, that <laughs> was insane. That yeah, they did it that. Was, I remember that. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Going to see Brian Wilson tonight. I saw, well, the oh, birth, that's right, they're playing tonight. Yeah, the, playing tonight. the birth of this podcast was September at Greenbench, um, is when Brendan and I were going to see Brian Wilson. But the wife was just like, Would you want to see him again? Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, of course. But it, it, it's a show, it really is interesting. Okay. He, he, he did. He did everything. He really did everything. And when he does Pet Sounds, it's an entirety. That's what they said. It's the yeah, whole, yeah, it was. So the first set, um, I don't want to, well, this is it. This is the end of the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not really giving anything away. Uh, he, he will do like a greatest hits. Okay. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, you just do Pet Sounds in its entirety. Boom. It just comes. Uh, in the second set. And then the last 40 minutes is just insanity. It's like, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? Wait, 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 did you want to sing something? Wait, did you want to? And it's just like, he just kind of jams Ooh. with everybody. That's awesome. As you would think, can he? But he does. He really yeah, yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you see him get up from the piano for a second. He gets off for like three minutes. You went, I think he just in the middle of the song went to take a piss. <laughs> and now he's coming back. Okay. okay. But that's Brian really Wilson. Had to go. What could he but, say? Yeah. What could he so, say? So how about you? What, what would be oh, Richie's? Oh, Grateful Dead. Yeah. 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 I uh, spent a lot of, of all time, time huh? uh, in my life following them around the country. And, uh, God, that's got to be a lot of fun. I never had a band like that. Well, okay. I've toured with bands, yeah. so okay. yeah, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. Being in a band is a lot of fun. Yeah, I also enjoyed uh, driving around the country. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful Following country, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of country. Following yeah, around. it's definitely interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, he. Uh, I was in eighth or somewhere between eighth and ninth grade when Jerry passed away. So. I never got to see them. I've seen lots of the other. What Grateful year Dead was that? Acts. What was ninety five? Yeah, I was out of high school. Ninety five. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm the baby here. I'm the young one here. So. How, oh, yeah. how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? And that's uh, a woman never tells her age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With that hair. But, uh, no, um, 43? Yeah. 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 Okay, 42. Yeah. And then I'm you're, 36. So, so you so are the baby. I, I'm the baby. I'm yeah. totally the baby. Little tiny baby. Yep, little yeah. tiny baby. Which is crazy because I thought you were you guys would be the same age. I thought mm -hmm. I was the oldest, let's be yeah. honest. I really mm -hmm. did. So I was just oh, like, yeah. I'm probably the oldest here. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was going to ask that question of like, if you weren't here, where would you be? If it wasn't brewing, where would you? Would it be in a band or or would it be making film? Because you guys have this. I mean, yeah. you have that trifecta right now. Yeah, honestly, it's playing uh, music, film, film. Uh, I, um, yeah. I enjoyed the 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 band thing, but um, lifestyle is really really weird. Uh, but I, I really very much enjoy film. 
Yeah, uh, I really enjoy it. And I do still, you still get to see films a lot. Do you go out uh, and watch? I haven't seen a movie in yeah forever. Kids uh, ask but, us that all the time. You've seen us see that. Yeah, yeah I, I hate it because yeah, uh, yeah. we just got asked last night. Uh, I was programming uh, coordinator for the Florida Film Festival for I mean for a decade, but then I've oh, still yeah. been there for seventeen years. Okay. And uh, not anymore. I, I stepped down just to this podcast. I knew it would be too much, yeah, cool. yeah. so I let them know, and it was just like okay, uh, but. The last movie I think I saw at the Enzian. And guys, Enzian is a art house theater where you could sit down and eat. Great and place. Yeah, it's a awesome great place. place. Yeah. Great bar, uh, so if you cool. are here, mm-hmm. check out the breweries, but also check out Enzian for a yeah. great art house flick or the cult classics. And um, and the last movie I think I saw was Green Room, Jeremy Saunier and okay. Macon Blair's movie. And okay. uh, it's crazy. I don't see movies. I feel uh, really uneducated or something about movies right now, but the last movie I saw was Rogue One. <laughs> Oh, that was the last movie I saw in the theater. I'll preempt you on that. The last movie I saw in the theater was Mad Max. Yeah. So I'll take that one even. So, that one I liked. I want to see liked. Rogue One. I do. It's just, again, having a four-year-old, I'm going to make super. Yeah, I, having it, a couple jobs and a, and a kid, too. It kind of I don't go to see the art films anymore lately. No. I just I, know, I want some eye that. candy just to tune out. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Totally. I like my popcorn with the action. Yeah, and then when yeah. going to see Rogue One... It was about the popcorn. I was yep. shocked. I, I, I'm sporting my C, C-3PO I, tattoo. I yeah, yeah. yeah, there was something about Rogue One I just disconnected i was like i don't know really, really? Don't know. okay yeah. and yeah. i want to say because people who haven't seen it yet which i'm shocked if you haven't mm-hmm. but i i don't know I, it was it was okay. a film that i went okay well i really uh, like the idea of it how it was just that yeah i liked it the lot. story and they were just do it but again yeah. i'm like to me that's just disney's brilliant thing is like we can make a movie a year for the next 30 years yep. because they have so many yep. little stories we can you know mm-hmm. explore and do so i mean trust me I'm, I'm excited about the next one i'm excited about eight you oh, know yeah, yeah. but uh i loved force awakens i really did yeah i like the homage that they did to going back to the beginning of what the the, the real trilogy is and mm-hmm. but um all right so the brown. That Let's one right talk there about the brown. is mm-hmm. a uh, bourbon uh, oak mm-hmm. aged beer, and so it's set for right a little while on yeah. some um, some uh, bourbon spirals. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, barrel aged. Yeah, yeah yes. it's not a barrel, but it's in on these spirals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the company called Barrel Mill. Uh, ah, they have exporting there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but they um, they're great. One of the cool things about this is it allows you to uh, control a little bit of. Um, uh, how much aging you want uh, and how long it goes on it, but you get a, a, a similar surface area mm-hmm. as a, a big uh, as putting them in small um, small mm. bourbon barrels. Love um, this because of that. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, the fad right now, even before you guys opened, was everything had to be barrel aged. Yeah. Ba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Everything you see, if you're trading, any that, that's it. Yeah. I want that ba. I want that mm-hmm. soy sauce. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I got. Over barrel aged quickly, right? Quickly, every bomber I was getting. Was if you're not a huge bourbon fan, like I've had, yeah, yeah there you I've go. had one I could literally see like the lacing from the bourbon on the right. glass, and I'm like, this is bourbon, not you yeah. know, more mm-hmm. than a beer. So, and I'm not putting it down because no, 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 some no. people are gonna go, but I love that. Yep, mm-hmm. trust me. Yep, this is <laughs> easy mm-hmm. to drink, yeah. and it's there. Mm-hmm. The right. note is there, right. so yeah, it is there, and, and it's a hint not of sour me. mash at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going, whoa. Going, sorry, yeah. everybody. That's that you had to hear that. Yeah. No, you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't me going like sniff, sniff. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at a bottle share right now. Going, all right, where's the Uber? Yeah. You know, this is something that's. And what is the ABV on this one? Six four. Six four. See? Yeah. 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 It's amazing. So it's yeah. 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 A little more approachable. Uh huh. But no, we've hit the stout is our highest. I think this one's eight five, but it can run in the nine range. I know the last batch was like yeah. nine or whatever. But well, then the reds are almost eight. But then everything else is about the seven to six range. Besides the and that, you know, the kind of 
To me, that's almost sessionable six, but... And we usually have ten on tap, as I'm counting, right? Yeah. yeah. What's usually the nitro? Wait, we have two nitro? No, one... What's usually on nitro? Because uh, I see you have a nitro. Cream, the cream ale's on nitro. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll rotate something through. Yeah. I think I, I, I think the... The Sometimes I, I think the that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that was the one. first time. Yeah. my first yeah. time here. I don't think there's anything uh, on, on it right now. One, no. okay. yeah, so and one, then yeah. we've been doing um, the Randall. Also, we've been trying to change that up right now. Um, so we need to change it today. I didn't give you the one today, but we've done a lot of times the cream through that, and we've done. Um, well, so like yeah, a, I basically, I kind of turned it over to uh, when, the, when the bartender's here. He's always uh, he's a culinary kind of geek, mm-hmm. uh, so that's he good. always comes up with different flavors and whatnot to put in. So I just kind of turned it over to him. So we always yeah. have take one of the beers and we'll throw it through a Randall. And a lot of it is just uh, one of the things about the tasting room here is this is the tasting room. Yeah. This yeah. isn't just the portal where you come buy the beer. It's a little no. more than that. You're going to yeah. be able to get some weird things here mm-hmm. that uh, we do one-off. We do test batches. We have um, a beer cone up uh, called the Chuggernaut. The Chuggernaut nice. is um, our pale ale, and we have two different batches of it coming on, and they're going to be on taste here, and you're going to be able to taste them side by side and go, I like this one, or, you know, I like this one, or whatever it is. So That's a brilliant we, idea. We want feedback from that's people. That's a brilliant and idea. And that's how mm-hmm. we get our beers, and Holy that's, shit. that's what the tasting room is about to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy, because yeah. I don't... Maybe I do know another. I don't want any other brewer listening going, Quain, I, you know, we do that. that. But no, I'm not even. Nobody's ever told me that. I think nobody. Nobody's ever told me that. Afraid that, like, well, this is my this is my beer and it's already been pre-tested and this mm-hmm. and that. But mm-hmm. to me, that's kind of what this is about. Like I said, this is art. And uh, if uh, this beer is better than that beer or whatever, you know, th- this is, you know, how we get feedback. Oh, yeah. uh, awesome. And, so then, and then when you go into distribution, you're not changing things up at that point, obviously. So um, do you take uh, do you take people's criticism in, like let's sure. say untapped, if you're reading what's going on on untapped? Well, depends. Um, a lot of people get on untapped like, ugh, two. Right. <laughs> I mean, what is that? What does ugh mean? Yeah. yeah. Does, is does. that feedback? Is that constructive? Well, or, people should be using untapped for the right reasons of your own yeah. tasting notes. That's right. right. Totally. And Please. There, there's totally. hardly any notes totally. on there. Never. Uh, and so... A lot of those things I don't take. Uh, yeah. um, I always give my notes. Yeah, I give it. I, I take with a grain of salt. If somebody goes on there and puts a puts notes in there, mm-hmm. I will look at them. Good. Uh, Good. But mainly, what we get is feedback directly here from the bar. That's yeah. true. Come in because this is where they're drinking it. You're right. Is, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You guys are always here. And right. we right. amazing how many homebrewers we get too. So those are always people too that I like to. I, I brewed very small. Right. Made a, a right. handful of small homebrew batches. I'm not definitely a homebrewer, but I always think those are the good people to listen to. Because um, they make their beer, they know what goes into it, so you start talking ingredients and other stuff. Um, and, you know, maybe they're not always right. But again, it's personal flavor, too. Mm-hmm. So I might love this beer, and you might not. And that's right. why I say every beer is somebody's that's favorite beer. Exactly. That's the great, exactly. thing, beer, that's the great thing about it. Yeah. So. Look at all, and I'm not, I need to take a picture of this for the Instagram then, because <laughs> look at all the different colors here. I swear, it's just, it's, it's either so golden or yeah. a little darker. Mm-hmm. And you guys have so much good, good flavor and color here. And that's it. People judge. Oh, what episode was it where there was the whole don't judge a book by its cover? Mm-hmm. You know, read a few chapters. Read a few chapters and let that be. I would say a tasting, a five-ounce pour, is the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second sip, you're trying it again. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. This pisses me off when people do the whole. Well, so you, you hit on. Oh, I don't like it. Not my thing. Not yeah, my yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. One sip, not my thing. Not my Drink thing. It. Drink it. Like honestly, that's what this taster is for. Oh yeah. And I can't wait. We're making five ounce tasters for what ails you. Perfect. And I'm so excited just to here, here. I want and they'll probably we'll probably have them at breweries or or like bottle shops and stuff like that or, or beer beer bars for people to just taste yeah. taste. Please. You, you hit on something Please. that is uh, very important to us and it's uh, in our mission statement um, is that. The beers we make here are a journey. Um, yeah, I read that. I love it. They're a journey from the first sip 
to the end, what it leaves in your palate. Like I talked about, some, a lot of my beers finish up clean, crisp, and then leave you with either the hops or the chocolate or the bourbon or the lime, whatever's it's left in there. And that's a journey because you get this thing up front and it changes over, yeah. over, the, over the, the, the sip. The other thing is the beer itself changes over um, the temperature rise. Okay. Um, so you put it in your, your glass and you give it a few minutes, it's going to warm up. The stout, uh, I usually recommend let that thing sit for a few minutes. It's I gonna love warm that. up. It's gonna open up a little bit. So good. We yeah, only have so the good. ability to, to have one temperature uh, in mm -hmm. our cooler, obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but I definitely tell people if you're gonna drink the stout specifically, give that it's coming out at around forty. Mm -hmm. Give that a few degrees. That's a fifty five degree yeah, beer yeah. right there. And oh, let yeah. that thing open up and those uh, chocolate notes I'm are. Gl really I'm glad you're saying that too, that. because I tell people if you're gonna get a stout try to do maybe a snifter first or something sure. like that mm -hmm. and order that stout halfway let, let yeah. halfway i say yeah. that all the time yeah give it a yeah. minute yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah honestly when you realize you're halfway through that snifter mm -hmm. of whatever you're having mm -hmm. get that stout right. and let it sit there yeah. for a while totally and just yeah, also the miyagi yep. where yeah. you warm your hands up a little exactly. and yeah, grab a oh, yeah. glass yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. now if i hear people they'll be like drinking a flight like oh that stout's really good i'm like are you gonna want one if you want one, I'll pour it now. Yeah, just pour it now. you know. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because yeah, if it sits, man, it gets good. So it's good. it's smart that way. Out. Yeah. And then some of them uh, seem to work um, a little, a um, little better cold. You know, they want that, you know, that mm -hmm. nice little crisp. Mm -hmm. The lime is really nice at at you know at temp. Mm -hmm. uh, if you notice the um, uh, the the tasters, uh, the flights uh, are slate, mm -hmm. yeah. and they're kept cold. We keep them in the refrigerator so that um, mm -hmm. they are actually. Yeah, still we're, cool. we're coming to an hour of this episode, mm -hmm. kind of, cool. and it's still cool. Mm -hmm. Holy so shit. It, when you keep the beer on there, it keeps it just so that last little sip still keeps a little little chilly. That is so but rad. Some of you, if you don't want, you pull it off, you let yeah. that stout warm up, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like the idea that it keeps them just a little bit cold. I love that you guys are here. You're making the beer, and you're also educating because it's. And I somebody even said it, and I was shocked, but I love hearing it when they say. Listening to your podcast, I learn more and more every episode. Mm -hmm. And you guys, it's not me. It's not me, really. Like I said, when mm -hmm. we were starting off this conversation is, I just want to get to know you guys. I want it to be where we're sharing beer, shooting cool. the shit, but you guys are going to talk so much about your beers and how they should be drank, how they're being made. And I appreciate all of this with you guys because this has been, it, it, you always kind of get, uh, you don't want the interview to end, mm -hmm. but you know, and it's yeah, just like, yeah. but I really hope to be, we want to do more. Well, yep. the is going to be doing a lot more Definitely. where we are going to utilize the social social media out there. Everybody's saying do it, do it, do it, where we'll be coming back. and Because, awesome. yeah, you guys got such good things going. Oh, yeah. So as we're going to do like a wrap-up, because I cannot believe it has been almost an hour. Oh, goodness. Uh, what's, wow. <laughs> what, right? What is in the future of Dead Lizard? Let's talk a little about that because we are not even close to a year old yet. Sure. It'll fly. It's going to yeah. fly. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. It already August, has. Yeah, oh, August is almost here. Yeah. Not really, but... As we get older, yeah. and as this becomes more fun, what's in the future? Uh, well, like I said, we're just getting into distribution, so we're going to be looking at uh, a lot of that stuff. Uh, when we have um, probably, you know, 50 beers we want to get to. Uh, so yeah, one of the amazing. things about the tasting room, like I said, is you come in here, there's going to be something different. Uh, you're not going to be able to get all the beers in distribution because we have all kinds of different things. We're always trying right. something new. Right. So one of the things that, uh, you know, we like to keep this room about is... Uh, there's always something different in here. You give it a week, you come in, there's going to be something different. I love that. Uh, it's one of the things we do. The Randall, 
they come in every other day. There's usually something different. I mean, let's that. let's explain what a Randall is because okay. I honestly just found out. Okay. Uh, Bowegans. Okay. I really just I, I think it was that episode when Bobby said that. So yeah, some people might go. What is, is a Randall? Does he, yeah. does he work? Right. There? So we actually have one behind the bar. A lot of people have it in front where you can see the stuff, but we have um, like in a stainless cooler. steel container in the cooler. Um, so you basically just put different ingredients. So we'll cut up uh, mangoes right. and some jalapenos and put that in there, and then we'll just let a beer kind of flow over that. So it uh, cool kind of infuses it, if mm-hmm. that's probably the best way to say it. Um, but yeah, it came from I know Dogfish Head, I think, was one of the first breweries to start doing that right. years and years ago. And, um, and it's coming, not commonplace, but more people are doing it. Um, I don't know. So it's always a good thing just to give different flavors, and our cream ale is a great base to uh, add different stuff to, right. for sure. That, that's why that one's called the Chameleon, because it mm-hmm. changes so much. Oh, but shit. That's awesome. The, uh, that's so smart. The thing that, about the Randall is it lets us play with some ingredients on a very micro level rather than hey let's take a whole keg or let's take right. mm-hmm. a whole you know five barrel or ten barrel right. batch you don't want to and we're gonna throw strawberries and cilantro in it yeah does that sound well, i don't know so <laughs> bill threw I can't strawberries drink it, then i can't drink it i yep. can't i can't have cilantro right i'm one of the one percent okay <laughs> yeah okay yeah i am but exactly so uh, bill did that the other day and it was like that's surprisingly, surprisingly good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, it's not something I would have ever thought of. Yeah. Uh, but that's the way so who we thought get, of it. Who thought uh, of Bill. Um, okay. Bill He's our, our, our daytime uh, bartender, bartender who's yeah. a really and good chef also. Yeah. So he so plays with that. it and pulls him crazy ideas. And the craziest thing I probably saw him do was he, he loves to smoke meats too. So we oh, smoked yeah. some bacon in his smoker and then he put that in the Randall and we would put it over the Pudgy's porter. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, I came in here, I think it was like a Monday or maybe a Tuesday and nobody was here Monday. And I had the, it's been sitting for a while. And I poured that one out and I was just like, that's really good. It was more almost smoky than bacon, but it was it was really quite interesting. Yeah. It was really quite good. So we had to change all the lines after that. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was one right. of those definitely uh, weird experience uh, experiments funny. for sure. But but and that's a great part. You can try stuff. We did um, those Werther's candies the other day. Yeah, and it's just like, well, let's see what happens. And if it's no good, you just Shut change it out and up. clean awesome. it out and stuff. So yeah, that's all it is. So you don't have to walk up to old men who have it in their pockets nope. anymore. Nope. You come here and just get a Werther's original. Exactly. You're good to go. That's so funny. <laughs> No, you guys are doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, what six months? I can't even count. Seven seven months. Seven no, months and then the other thing to look forward now that oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to get into distribution is um, some tap takeovers. We're going to try to start doing some more tap takeovers, and um, now that we have our beer in places, more samples and stuff. Because again. Orlando is a small city, so some people driving all the way down here seems a little far. Um, but if we can get into some like ABCs, Total Wines, have growler bars, yeah. we'll be able to do some samples there and just get into some places closer to people. Right. So, so maybe then they'll, they'll see it is worth the 20 minute drive to come down here and check us out. So, that's and it a is. Thing. It really is. I, I love this spot that you're in. And you know what? It's not loud. No, it's no, great. It's no. really yeah. quiet. Oh, yeah. It's, it's peaceful, uh, man. We're the loud ones. I'm not ones. noticing. <laughs> I mean, sure, there's cars driving by, but. Yeah. I'm sure you guys open at 12. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it's just like if you're coming to get that beer from the lunchtime, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I'm sure by six o'clock in this area, I don't oh, think yeah. any cars are driving by at all. Yeah. So it's if, kinda, if you it's see a car after six, usually they're coming here. Yeah. 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 Or it's got to be something. Yeah. Quiet. That was peaceful. And then you guys also have some uh, guest cans here as well. So it's not sure. just you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. It's important. We definitely do uh, some guest stuff. Uh, mainly mm-hmm. we fill that with things that we don't offer. So mm-hmm. I don't have any goes or any sours. So we try okay. to keep a few of those things Cider. in there. Would you ever? Would Cider. you ever think of any goes? Uh, we, are, we are looking into a couple of things. Uh, I have a problem with um, some of the sour stuff in the... Um, in the facility, I don't want to let some of that stuff loose. Okay, it's hard. Right. You want to keep some of that stuff separate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard. And yeah. so you start doing some open fermentation stuff like that, you can end up with some um, 
some bacterial problems yeah, in the rest the, of your beer that aren't and that way. Flies and I don't, I don't have a separate facility for that right. as of right now, and I, I wouldn't do it until I do. Uh, but there are some yeasts that actually will produce um, a lacto as a byproduct, and then you can get some some oddball things like that mm-hmm. that you, you could get. So yeah, we we have some of those things in the works. Um, Good. But uh, it'll be it'll be a little bit for that because we're still trying to get into what our distribution model is. Keep going. And then we'll start playing with some other things. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, guys, this has been an amazing interview. Brian, thank you very much. Oh, of thank course, so of course. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be back. We'll definitely awesome. be back, and we'll be talking soon. So, guys, Cheers. thank you so much. Prost. Awesome. No, it really was. It was awesome. These guys were great. Um, God, Richie and Keith learning a lot. The fact that this guy, Aaron, that we met Aaron the first time we were there. Um, I remember that. Yeah, you remember him? He was behind the bar. Uh-huh. So he was really cool. He, The fact that he has a song being released this week, we'll say, because when we recorded it, it came out today. But he's on iTunes. Huh. And it was like, awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, he's doing a little country thing. Um, so a little, a, little, a little that I learned in this interview is good stuff. Because, honestly, I have so much faith in Richie. He's doing such amazing stuff. Him and his wife have a really good brand going on. And the fact that they're so open to so much going on in that little area, that's theirs. They're doing what millennia, nobody else is touching around that area. I'm proud of them for, and I learned a lot. Also, which was off the record, I found out that the guy doing their bottle drawing, uh, his illustration, Alex Ray, is the same guy. Guys, if you go on Facebook and you go to What Ails Ya, and you see us, there's our cover photo is at GB Bottle Shop. It's Brendan and I laughing with a beer, and that was actually really candid as hell. That was when we really kind of figured out what was going on with this podcast. And who took that photo? And Baby took that photo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and if you look behind us, there's this amazing mural. Alex Ray, the guy who did that mural, is doing their bottle art. And oh, yeah, it's awesome, right? Oh, and so to see that, like to learn a lot more, they are connected and they're doing great stuff. Um, I had a lot of fun. The fact that I got to sing a little dead milkman, you know, it's dead lizard in my backyard. It's not big lizard, but it was great. Uh, I learned a lot from these guys and I'm excited to see more that they're doing. I have it's gonna a be fun. What's that? Did you bring me any beer? So, no, <laughs> no, I didn't because honestly they're not canning yet, which gets into their distribution. It's gonna start happening where we can get start getting growlers and crowlers at at taps uh yeah so i like what you did there so they are going to be doing some uh some distribution soon they are and i we heard a lot of that and that's what the future of of dead lizard is going to be but honestly guys if you are coming into town you're going to the universal area if you're going to holy land you'll get that half off pint (laughs) that is awesome that is so good but um and if you know what holy land is awesome and if you don't look it up uh but honestly yeah if you're in universal area grab a beer there because it is off the beaten path of the normal breweries going on and they have it that's their spot right there you know so i'm proud i'm really proud of them yeah i'm excited can't wait to talk more and we did say we're going to be back because there's a lot to be back for they have a lot of room to expand massive room to expand so i'm excited about that uh i loved it i love this interview because it was just so cool as hell they were down to earth which everybody is let's be honest guys i 
I love how open these brewers get and these guys riff off each other and they were perfect. It was a really funny time. So guys, I want to say thank you. Um, it was interesting by myself. I was a one man show today. I didn't have uh, I didn't have sad myth. You did great. I think I did. I think I did. Brennan, I got you a little present. I did get him a present. And uh, didn't get me a present. No, because I went to another brewery to get him a present. <laughs> and, uh, doghouse. And so, yeah. No, you're not in the doghouse. <laughs> but um, what what are you drinking right now, though? This 2L, you can't go wrong with a... 2L. Yeah, with this. So, no. We are celebrating with a little uh, Sriracha Ace right now. I'm just going to go straight into it, because this is Brennan's thing, and I want to see how well I do. I'm going to do it in my Brennan voice. I'm Jeff Brennan. I am a lumberjack. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I kid. <laughs> Jeff, you were missed. So this episode of the Dead Lizard uh, Brewing was done by, produced, and hosted by Brian Quain, co-hosted right here, and our design and photography is Jillian Quain. Our sound and music, all done and editing, is done by Sadmith. Definitely, Brendan, you were missed. If you're allergic to cats, we apologize. That is a porter cat purring in the background. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. A very fun, interesting episode's coming next week. Um, we were gone for for a bit, and uh, we recorded a lot of what happened on a beautiful day. On a beautiful day. So you'll be able to get an amazing interview. Is, yeah, interviews that day. It, it gets better as the episode gets longer, guys. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Shankly, we love you. You'll never walk alone. Walk alone, 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 walk